Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Let's welcome back to the show our good friend Dave Strom from HotAir.com. He is an associate editor. David, how are you this afternoon? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And I have gone for four full days without a disaster happening to me. So it's obviously going to be a great year. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, are you a New Year's resolution type of person? I really am not. Uh, no, because uh, you'd, I would have had a disaster by now if uh, if you had. Right. Uh, I, yes, exactly. Well, so, where, where do we start? I think I want to start here with um, because Sue reminded me. I'm going over to our St. Louis Blues game tonight, just a couple of blocks from here, Dave Enterprise Center, and uh, it's Star Wars night, Sue. Right? You it reminded is. me of that. Our one of our morning show producers, Carl, is very geeked up about that. But I'm I'm not going to dress up tonight, Dave. But you had an interesting story. And I'm dialed into this. I have not shared this with the audience yet about the new director for the new Star Wars movie, right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, Kathleen Kennedy is the person who took over uh, Star Wars when Disney bought it. And she has wokeified everything. And the next director of Star Wars, who happens to be a feminist documentarian. So <laughs> that'll bode well. Who does that'll be fun. Document- documentary uh, has been chosen because she's the first woman of color to become a director of a Star Wars movie. And so, thank God, it's finally going to get better. In fairness, and I'd have to think about this just a little bit, but there have been some really good uh, documentary filmmakers who have made a transition into feature films. But I have to play this. uh, This is Charmaine. Do you know how to pronounce her name, Dave? I haven't a clue. Charmaine or Shamreen Obiad Chinoy. Here's this is from the past, but just check this out. What is the balance of activating a force for change, but also trying to permeate that patriarchy, that power structure? And is that a part of the calculation of your art as well? And and what's been the reaction to that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making men uncomfortable. Well, at least she's honest about it, right? And she said in the uh, the tweet yesterday, I said, we're in 2024. It's about time we have a woman shape a story in a galaxy far, far away. I'm fine with that. How about just make a good movie, right? Well, in fact, women have been part of the Star Wars uh, uh, universe for a long time. In fact, uh, Uh, Going back to the very first movie, uh, one of the key players uh, who even George Lucas said really was his secret weapon uh, in making that movie was a woman. 
And uh, there have been female directors of, of some of the very successful episodes that, that have been put on uh, Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. And so I mean, it, this really just sort of reeks of uh, diversity hire here. It's not true that uh, women haven't been part of the success of Star Wars. It's that they haven't been advertised. And uh, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, you know, this is her thing. Uh, and the problem really is, if you look at the history of, of directors and movies that are pitched as sort of recast, as sort of feminist versions of things. And, uh, you know, they start off saying, well, you know, uh, this is a movie pitched at women in a genre that's dominated by males who, who go there. And then they complain that we're all racist, sexist, and homophobic because we didn't want to go to a movie that was pitched explicitly to annoy the heck out of us. You know, by the way, one of my favorite films in the uh, the Star Wars galaxy, if you will, was Rogue One from about eight years ago. And that features Felicity Jones, who's the, the hero in, in that movie. And there's a lot of focus on women. So this will be interesting to see. I just want a, a good movie. It's interesting, Dave. I don't know how much. Do you watch, like, a lot of entertainment? Do you stream shows on Netflix and Max and things like that or not? I uh, I watch a fair amount of TV, but, uh, you know, for me, it's mostly... Uh, mysteries. I like British mysteries. I'm rewatching The Expanse, uh, which is on Amazon Prime, and uh, I've become much more selective over the okay. years. Okay. Well, yeah. I bring it. Here's why I bring it up because there, there's, you know, I've said this before, Sue. I think I even said it to you last week. It, it becomes just very important to me, and I have to had I've had to do this over the decades to separate my politics from my entertainment, because if yeah. I didn't, I'd probably see no entertainment. But I do draw the line, like, SNL has just gotten so ridiculous, and, and oh. after, after they did that, you know, the mocking of the uh, Claudine Gay hearing and all that, that just made me sick to my stomach, and it was something that'll push me away from that show forever, unless I watch a musical guest. But there's three shows that I've watched in the last few weeks, or at least I've tried to watch, and this is what happens, David, and you know this, the way that the politics creeps into the storylines. So there's a show that's on Netflix with uh, Kerry Russell called The Diplomat, and it's okay, but the story is framed around right-wing radicals in the UK that hate Muslim people. Then there's The Morning Show, and my wife watched season three. I skipped season two. It's Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. I liked the first uh, season. So my wife says, well, you can just, and Jane told me this too, so just skip to season three. So I started watching season three, and there's a big abortion, you know, storyline, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. There's a show, you mentioned British shows. There's a show that I just started on Apple TV+. Plus. I had no idea. It's four seasons, but it's called uh, Slow Horses with Gary Oldman. It's about sort of some people that were in MI5 that go rogue. But but there again, there's the right wing, you know, there's the right wing angle in that. It's always some politics that are interjected, always from the perspective that hammers our side, Dave. Well, that's that's absolutely the case. And uh, rarely can I get past it. There there are a few times when uh, the actors and the storyline is so good that I can uh, just sort of abstract away from it. Uh, But. So much of what's happened in the the, the culture sphere, uh, you know, is now about lecturing us. Yes, uh, exactly. And it, it is so frustrating. I can sit through a, a story with a right wing bad guy 
as long as it isn't a story about making bad guys right wing. Uh, you know, I mean, there are right wing bad guys or left wing bad guys there. You know, I mean, we live in a fallen world, uh, but really the entertainment world has gotten to the point where a huge fraction of the shows that are put out are about lecturing us and propagandizing. And I'm just so turned off by it, uh, you know, and it ruins so many great things. Uh, I never watched it, but the big controversy about uh, uh, Amazon's uh, Lord of the Rings uh, prequel, sequel, whatever it was, uh, was just that, you know, it, it was all about these strong female characters who are perfect. And same thing with, uh, you know, the Star Wars movies with Rey. Uh, they create these, uh, what I guess they call the Mary Sues, perfect women who never have the struggles that men have. Uh, and you look at what happened with Star Wars. All the old characters didn't just get killed off, but Luke Skywalker turns into a pathetic old man and Solo turns into a pathetic old man. Uh, you saw that with Indiana Jones, who turned into a pathetic old man. It's about uh, deprecating the men and elevating the women. Only all those men actually had story arcs. Uh, you know, they had failures. They had struggles. They turned into uh, the heroes and that isn't the case with the new generation of heroes because they want to indoctrinate us that, uh, you know, this class of people, in this case, women, are better than this other class of people who turn out to be stupid and pathetic. And uh, it's bad entertainment. It's bad propaganda. It's bad ideology. Uh, and it's also living off of the fact that was accumulated, all that capital that was accumulated by uh, the old regime. Look what's happening to Disney. They're eating up their seed corn uh, and uh, destroying themselves in the process. It'll be interesting to see how, how long they can keep doing this. And look, a good movie, no matter what the intention might be of the director, might solve things and it's certainly going to make you money. But I thought that that was interesting in the way that they're going out front, especially being criticized by DeSantis and others. I don't know what Disney's thinking. And, and by the way, and I see all these movies, you know, in the animated movies in particular, I have Disney Plus. The quality used to, I used to be in a world, and Dave, I don't know, you probably don't know this, I reviewed films for 30 years, but there used to be a world no. where a Pixar movie was exceptionally always good and magical. And even the worst Pixar right. movie was still better than 90% yeah. of the movies out there. That just no longer is the case. And They've gone woke on the Pixar side for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I think of Up, for instance, which really was Great a magical, my favorite magical Pixar movie. movie. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, same here. And uh, it was about love. It was about loss and sadness and rebirth. And, uh you know, I don't know that they could make a movie like that anymore because uh, the message played too much into uh, the ideals that 
that Western culture has had. I mean, it's updated, you know, but it, it monogamy, love, uh, hope, rebirth, and uh, that's all bad. You know, that's now rejected. It's all bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I I think that uh, you know the, the right now the cultural elite is all about destroying. Uh, the past because they want to create what the one blogger calls year zero. Uh, they want all past wiped away. Uh, and even these remakes are about wiping away the past. Look at what they're doing to Snow White. It's no longer Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There's, you know, there's no prince who comes along and saves. It's about rewriting all of history so that they can. Uh, write a new one going forward that's totally divorced from the past. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. David Strong from HotAir.com is with us this afternoon. We've got to hit a couple other topics, and there was a school shooting, unfortunately, in Iowa today. I think there was only one death because um, uh, we heard that reported earlier, and I think it was a sixth grader. It's always a terrible situation with these school shootings, and I always brace myself, Dave, in the morning when I heard about this, just hoping that I didn't have to come on the air talking about a massacre. But the suspect in this particular case is once again interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's another trans shooter, and as as I wrote, you know, one is uh, an occurrence, uh, two is a coincidence, three is getting close to a trend, and now we're very much. I think this is trans shooter number five in the past couple of years, uh, and uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they cover this, but. Uh, you know, I think what's happened here is, is that we have whipped up a frenzy, not of anti-trans. I mean, there just, there just isn't uh, an anti-trans genocide out there. It's a myth. But, you know, the left and the alphabet ideologists, which is what I call them, are trying to convince people who are already mentally fragile uh, that – uh, the world is against them. They should be angry. I mean, there were two trans days. One was a trans day of vengeance, oh, and one was a trans Every month week. you get something, right. Yeah. And, you know, it's all about whipping up anger and frenzy, and it's coming out in these 
really mentally broken people who we ought to be helping uh, uh, and not getting them whipped up. And it's resulting in, you know, these outbreaks of violence. Well, what's interesting is, you know, the media goes out of its way to create narratives that aren't true. And I can use the Pulse nightclub shooting as a, a prominent example of that because everything in that narrative was not true. You know, he didn't target that that nightclub because there were gay people in it. And people to this day still think it's just like Mike Brown here in St. Louis. People think, hands yep. up, don't shoot. Uh, but... Uh, you know, I, I think that you have a situation where there is a bit of a trend here with, um, you know, cisgender people being targeted by transgender people. And I guess my point is, in that situation down at Pulse, oh, they wanted to create that narrative because it wasn't there. In this situation, you actually have something that should be, at the very least, investigated or, you know, discussed or talked about, but they won't touch it, will they? No, they won't. And, I mean, uh, particularly, and I don't know whether, whether this, shooter was undergoing hormone therapy or anything like that. But uh, let's face it, if you are taking people who are already very unhappy, uh, already uh, have been diagnosed with mental illnesses, and then you start shooting them up with hormones as teenagers, you've been a teenager, I'm a teenager, uh, I've been a teenager, you know what shooting people up or what having hormones that weren't in your body will do. Now they're like, you know, counter sex hormones and they're putting in cancer drugs, as, uh, uh, puberty blockers. Uh, and it, it is just taking a bad situation and making it infinitely worse. Uh, uh, and it's all based on a, a number of lies. The biggest lie of which is, if you look at crime statistics and hate crime statistics uh, of almost any demographic in the United States, trans people suffer the least crime, not the most crime. Uh, uh, if you, And you can go to the Human Rights Campaign and they'll tell you there are you know, 1.5 million transgender people, and then they'll go through the hate crimes, you know, people who who have suffered hate crimes, and it's 20 or 30. Uh, uh, and you just do the math. And if you're a black male, you're something like 40 times more likely to get murdered than a trans person. Well, they've created, they, there's no doubt, I've always said that whoever does the PR for the Alphabet Mafia deserves some sort of award because they get this stuff in the public, you know, eyes quite a bit. David Strom, always great to have you on. You have a, uh, a great week and weekend. We will talk soon, David. Thanks for all the great work on HotAir.com. Always fun. Have a good one. All right, we'll take care. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.